Today, we focus on one of the basic tenets of Christianity that is highlighted so much in the season of land, and it is the call to charity, the call to give arms to those who are in need. And our gospel reading dramatizes a story that hits home what the whole exercise is about. We are told of a story of Lazarus, a man who was covered with sores and laid in front of the gate of a rich man who lived sumptuously and dressed in purple, most expensive and finest clothing. So immediately the setting tells you that the man cannot lose sight of Lazarus. When he is coming home or going out, the person he saw was Lazarus. And that Lazarus was a so miserable a person who barely could get something to eat. You know, these dogs, scavengers, maybe these wild street dogs, even attacked him and probably bolted away with the little, you know, muscle of bread that he was to feed on. But this man had enough to feed himself and his guest and uh, leftovers, yet he did not see Lazarus as a person he could support. You know, they, 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 they had bread that they used to wipe their, their hands and then threw that on the ground, you know, and that's what the dogs fed on. This is what Lazarus was looking to nourish himself. It wasn't the food on the table but those bread that was used to wipe the hands and chew down was all that he needed. But nobody was concerned about him. But we are told that Lazarus in the end went to heaven. Did he go to heaven because he was poor? No. But you know, in parables, the names are not mentioned in parables. But this one, the person is named, and his name is Lazarus, that tells you about the inner motivation of this man. The name Lazarus means God is my help. So there's a play on the name. So although Lazarus was poor, had nothing to eat, he was not angry with this man. He was neither violent nor angry with God, but he lived by his name. The Lord is my help. He trusted in the Lord. Despite a life of misfortune and sufferings, Lazarus did not lose hope in God. His eyes were set on a treasure stored up for him in heaven. And that is why he was with Abraham. The rich man, however, lived in isolated luxury, absorbed with the latest in fashion and the finest in clothing. 
He ate sumptuously, throwing parties every day. Man, he was a party maniac. But I don't think throwing parties and, and having good meal and dressing nicely is evil, no. After all, he did not hurt anyone. He didn't run Lazarus off his property. Probably if I find uh, somebody on the property that is suspicious, I'm going to call the cops immediately to remove him. Or probably when you come and see somebody who is suspicious around, immediately you're going to pick the phone and call the office. There is somebody suspicious on the property. But this man did not drive him away. He did not call the soldiers although he had the influence to do that. He didn't mind Lazarus hanging around his table for the leftovers. He didn't criticize him for not getting a job to earn a living. Then what was the rich man's sin to land him in hell? He didn't treat Lazarus as a person. To the rich man, Lazarus was simply a part of the landscape. In our world today, there are people who do not recognize other fellows as human beings and therefore should live a dignified life and should be an end in themselves. They rather have become the means to our gratification, the means to our success. When we are trying to maximize our profit, we do so at the expense of our workers who receive meager salaries that cannot even sustain them. And in fact, I think over 60% in this country are living from one paycheck to another while those who maximize their profits have private jags and yachts and all those things to make them just happy. Look at the bonuses of these CEOs at the end who do not produce anything to the company. They get these fat, fat bonuses. And if that bonuses could be passed on to those who help them to make that money, those people will live decent lives. But we see them as just part of the environment and landscape. What about those who are around here who are begging at the crossroads and the traffic lights at the malls? We see them every day and we pass by them because they are part of the landscape. They are not human beings anymore. The worst of it is what they call the industry in code of pornography, where people are using ordinary human beings who have challenges, whether it's psychological or sociological or economical or even political, we use them to gratify ourselves. They are sex dolls to be used. What about rapists and all these people? Do they recognize that they are victims as human beings who deserve to be respected? We are just using them for our selfish interest. 
they are part of the landscape. It's rather unfortunate the rich man could not see beyond his material worth. He could not see beyond his possessions. He not only had everything he needed, he selfishly spent all he had on himself. He was too much absorbed in what he possessed to notice the needs of those around him, not even Lazarus at his gate. You know, I, I meet people and uh, they are oh, I learned Africa, they are very poor and they are, they, are, they are more nourished and people are dying in Africa. Yes, there are certain parts in Africa that people are really poor. But I don't think majority of those living there are destitute. At least in Africa, you will never be homeless. Your brother or your sibling or your extended family member will take you home. But in this country, be a rich person, be a highly gained employee and lose your job for six months. If you are not careful, you will be homeless. Because I've been watching this homeless situation in California and somebody drew my attention in this parish to go to Roses over there. And I went there, I sat down and talked to some of them. I tell you, their stories will shock you. And nobody will like to take them home, not even their siblings. Because people want their privacy. Are we different from this rich man? This rich man lost sight of God. And the treasure of heaven became because he was preoccupied with seeking happiness in material things. He served worth rather than God. In the end, the rich man became a beggar. And even when the roles were changed, reversed, this man could not bring himself to bear. To understand his new situation, he is still giving instruction to Lazarus. Who was better off than him? This guy was in hell and he's still giving instruction, still seeing Lazarus as a poor guy who sat at his gate that he could use for his end. Send him to bring me water. Okay, if he cannot come, send him to my brothers. I have five of them home. You see, that's how the worthy, that's how they speak. The influential, the powerful, that's how they speak. So even in hell, he still thinks that he could order Lazarus around. Dearly beloved, how many people do I come in contact with, perhaps repeatedly, who are nothing more to me than part of the landscape? May the Holy Spirit help us and open our eyes to the needs of our fellow human beings to grant us that compassion and empathy to show concern for them. Amen.